Welcome to Mortgage Broker Acceleration with Broker Ideas Group. Being a successful mortgage broker is not about how many loans you write, working hard, or winning awards. It's about building a high-performing business that works with or without you. If you want smarter, proven ideas to accelerate your business, keep listening. If you want to accelerate even faster, visit brokerideasgroup.com.au. That's brokerideasgroup.com.au. Now it's time to accelerate. It's over to your hosts. Hey everybody, it's James Vagley and welcome to another episode of the MBA podcast, episode 140. We're almost rounding off the financial year, at least in Australia, almost the end of June. Uh, Ash, it's the man that missed the legend as always. Looking good. How are you? Don't tell me it's the middle of the year, James. It's uh, time is flying. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode 140. Yeah, I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Listeners, hopefully you're doing good too. Hey, this this week, today, right now, we're talking about building systems the right way. Uh, kind of like a broken record a little bit on this one. I mean, we've talked about building systems a number of times. I think it's so important we should have another conversation about it. Uh, listeners, if you have or haven't, heard us talk about building systems. This is kind of crucial, like just a little kind of important, i.e. it's the biggest. Um, (laughs) Building systems in a business is the business. Like that is the asset. It's the one thing you can do that grows the business value. It's the one thing that you can do that will enable you to step back, i.e. instead of you having to do everything, essentially what building systems means is canning and cloning yourself so that other people or technology can do what you do. So you don't have to do it. That's kind of the crux of uh, building systems, Ash, isn't it? So you don't have to do all the work and you can hire other people to do it for you. In this episode, we want to talk about how to do that the right way because most brokers don't do it the right way. So let's set the record straight. We can never talk about this too much, in my opinion. And I hope, listeners, you agree. I mean, this is probably, in my experience, the single biggest missing link for me personally in my formative business building years was um, the lack of awareness, uh, lack of uh, knowledge and competency and and guidance around the role that systems play in business generally, but in the mortgage broking business specifically. I mean, you're sort of vaguely aware of the need for systems, but the concept of systemizing everything um, just didn't exist, right? It it just didn't exist. You sort of just had goals, worked out what you wanted to do, how am I going to find clients, and you just got out there and got on with it. Yeah, right? just those. You did, you did. It was that Frankenstein's monster model, which is as I'm going and as I get desperate or I see opportunities, I'll start to bolt things on. I mean, as, it, as silly as that sounds, that's the way I did it. Right. And that's the way a lot of people that we start working with do it because it's just in the absence of a proven alternate way to do it, that's the way we do it. Yeah. Right. And, and, and that's um, given a lot of residence, uh, resonance uh, within our industry generally because of all the marketing and the product providers um, that are promoting their widget or platform or system or service that are all great and they've come into our sphere. And we go, right, that's just what I need right now. I'm going to put that in. And that may have some merit. But what's missing there, James, is it's not looked at from a zoomed out perspective, which is where do I actually want to end 
with here? What am I, what's my goal here with the system? What's What purpose does it serve? Uh, and then where am I now compared to that outcome? And then does that bit of whatever it is fit in to that plan? That's what's missing. Um, and I think it's a very, very crucial, if not the most crucial part of sustainable business. It is crucial. And the messages are kind of muddled up, as you said, because there's people with good pieces of technology and service and things that can help. And it's obviously by default, they want everyone to use it. Uh, so they come up with, you know, obviously compelling reasons to install it. And everyone, oh, that sounds good. That sounds good. Hey, I want to press pause for a second because listeners, maybe this will relate or resonate with you. But building systems is boring, right? Like uh, that's, I, I know what everyone's thinking, right? Building suit, man, that's like that's the most boring thing. Like the average mortgage broker, I don't mean average, but our, our listeners, I'm guessing, Ash, love talking to people. We, we became brokers because we wanted to help people, we want to talk to people, and see the smiles on their faces and get them that outcome. We didn't get into this to hide in a cupboard and build out <laughs> CRMs and technology and Zapiers and automations and templates. Like I reckon not one in a hundred brokers would actually enjoy building systems. So that's the problem as well is the problem is brokers think it's boring because it's not their skill set and it's not what they're actually best at. So as a result of that, exactly what you said happens. They do what they're great at, which is not that stuff. They get busy. And then what happens is, oh, now that I'm so busy, I start clutching at straws and grabbing just whatever the easiest, latest and greatest thing is. Oh, that person pre-built something, uh, install. Uh, that, that person's already got a work, I'll just use that workflow. Or they've got some template, I'll just use those. And Frankenstein's monster comes out, it becomes a mess, and it is just the wrong way to do it. And we, we know that's what happens because it's boring and it's not like what everybody wants to do. But of all the mortgage brokers, hundreds of them that we've helped, Ash, the ones that have actually arrived at a business that works without them have you know, gone to pen and paper and they've made a commitment to chipping away and building something, i.e. a business system and processes. And the beauty of it, it sounds boring, but the reason I think it's kind of cool is because you build it once and then it works without you. So I don't know about you listeners, but hey, it's like if I can record a podcast episode and have thousands of people listening to it versus having that same conversation a thousand times. That's cool, right? That's not boring. So maybe we should talk for a split second, Ash, about flipping this uh, mindset on systems. And then we can talk about the idea of how to build them the right way. You like that? The gift that keeps giving, James. There we go. Hey? Great systems, the gift that keeps giving. And I love that mindset, actually, because you're right. And it was me to a T, listeners, and I'm sure it's probably 80%. You know, it's a hell of a lot of the industry. We're people, people. Some of us are technical experts. All of us have a desire to be self-determined, help people, look after our families, make a difference, build an asset. All of those things are great drivers and all meritorious. But how many, as you said, James, come into Mortgage Spoke and go, hey, I'm looking forward to building a system? Nobody, right? The only exception is the rare occasion when someone comes out of that background from an operational system background uh, at an expertise level 
and come to the industry with that right from the start. They have other challenges, right, James? You know, marketing, um, technical skills, um, uh, winning business skills potentially. But that's the rare exception or perhaps a business partnership where there's two people and one's an operational expert. I mean, here's a question. What do you reckon it would cost to hire a full-time operational systems building professional into your business? Look, to me, it's probably a $120,000 a year job Who's got that money to spend up front on another salaried position to bring that person into the business to build all your systems and processes when you don't even really know what they are? Well, that's the chicken and egg. That's the ultimate conundrum. All of our listeners are going, yeah, exactly. Like I need to make money and write loans. And because I'm doing that, now I have no time to build the systems. But if I stop writing loans to build the systems, I make no money. So as you say unless you've got a business partner and one is the business person doing the systems, one's doing the broking. Uh, yeah, not everyone, as in very, very few, are going to be able to hire a systems expert, right? So again, naturally, we just grab its straws and we try and get these off-the-shelf solutions. Now, we're not trying to say that they're, that's a bad thing. We're just saying it's the wrong way to go about it, right? Like mm. we're trying to say that, um, number one, have a business mindset, have a biz, sorry, building systems mindset. Know that it's worth your time. It's actually worth your time in some respects more than writing loans. That's how valuable it is. But then approach it the right way. So instead of what we've been talking about is, um, okay, my, I've got my aggregator CRM and I've heard about this other piece of tech. And I've heard about this other one. I've heard about that. I've heard about that. And you just get them all to do little bits and pieces and you install them and then figure out how to use them. That's kind of the default. That's the wrong way of building systems. What we want to reinforce, this might be a you know, repeated message from us. It might be a new message but, message, but what we want to reinforce is the number one thing you've got to do is go old school. Ash and I are a bit old school with new school blended on top, sprinkled on top. We, you get pen on paper, you get a big-ass whiteboard, or you do a mind map and you actually figure out what you want to happen. Not thinking about tech, nothing like that. Piece of paper. Client comes in, this what has to happen, then I want that to happen. This task has to happen. Who's going to do this? What's the milestone? Pen on paper. And then when you figure out what you want the client experience to be and the loan process and the efficiency to be, then you go, right, now that I know what I want to happen and when, how do I make this happen? And the how becomes, well, maybe someone's doing it like it's a real person making a phone call, having a meeting. Maybe it's an automated email in a piece of technology. Maybe it's an SMS that's automated and going out. So um, client experience, what you want to happen, then plug in tech. Um, Ash, if everybody just followed that basic piece of advice, they probably have 64 less tech services and little apps that are supposedly doing this and that. And everything actually just comes back to what works. Like what's going to get the client an amazing outcome and have an amazing experience? Like don't just add tech for the sake of adding tech. Um, yeah. Well, you've got to be able to assess the context. This is a key skill uh, for anybody. And how do you add context or how do you work out context? Well, you're comparing one thing with another, right? So I've got this 
need right now uh, and I'm looking at a solution, what's the context? Well, the context is what is your bigger picture that you're building? Does it fit in or does it not fit in? And that is what is not done, right? I was having this conversation um, uh, amongst our team the other day, James, about, um, you know, talking to our members about building a particular system in the business and getting feedback from clients and, you know, and across the board, we were talking about a particular part of a business systemization, which is post-settlement care. And virtually without exception, every broker hits the ground running with, okay, I've got this for compliance. I've got this newsletter. I've got this. I've got that. When the question was posed, well, what's the big picture 12-month client relationship structure that you want to achieve? I haven't got that. Hmm. Well, well, how do you know whether something's right or wrong to put in without knowing the map that you're working towards? Yeah. like you've, you've, Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you've, got, you've signed up to a service that sends – a review notice or sends a newsletter, some other services SMSing, you've got another service that might be calling your clients, you've got a different CRM sending annual rate review, fixed rate expiry notices. Like, as you said, you don't, you've never actually thought what's happening from the client's perspective. Yeah, so, and that was the outcome from that analysis. Like, the, here's the three things, and this is what we communicated back to the field. I want to retain clients. I want to nurture clients and I want to generate more business. Okay, there's the basis of your map. So everything that we do now starts to fit into that. So this really speaks to uh, what occurred to me before when you were talking, James, which is you know the most common question I would say I get asked um, inside our business and outside, which is if there was just one way, one correct way to build my business, just show me what that is and tell me what to do. It's a very common refrain from mortgage brokers, new and old, uh, small and large, um, successful, not so successful, about all the things I could be doing, all the decisions I could be making, all the money I could be spending on different things. If there's just one proven path to follow, tell me what it is. And my answer is always the same, that there is a general, it's like climbing a mountain, right? We, there is a general bottom and top of the mountain, but the way from the ground to the top is different for every person. And this is where really coaching, uh, mentoring, getting the right advice is so, so important to customize the path to suit you. And this is why drop and drag solutions, just you know, one path that works for everybody doesn't work. Yeah. If there was such a thing, everybody would be doing it. Wow. But there isn't because the human factor is different for every single person. And this is where we spend a lot of time, James, with our with our clients, right, with our members, is really understanding them as people. Where are you? What's your journey? Where are you trying to get to? Uh, what's your personality? You know, what do you like doing? What do you not like doing? And this is where we really start to work out, well, I don't like this and I really just want to be doing this and that sort of stuff drives me bananas. That really helps us work out the correct pathway to building the systems and processes and marketing and team that allow them to build the business of their dreams, right? That, that's, that's, where, that's where the magic is. Yeah, 100%. I love that. And uh, just going back to what you said, it's, uh, it's, it's almost like what I was wanting to shout out is like, stop looking for searching for unicorns. Like, I mean, there are, there are simple ways of moving forward and getting things done in your business. You don't have to overcomplicate things and you can use 
templated pre-done approaches as a great starting point. But as you said, yeah, I, I think there's too much search for the shiny all-in-one magic bullet that essentially just means what I'm hearing, Ash, when I hear that is essentially I just want to be a broker and have someone else do the business stuff for me. Like that's a job. So that's not valuable. Yeah, that, well, that is, that's, that's a paid job like that. If you don't want to do the business stuff, then go and work for somebody else. Like um, there, it doesn't exist. And if it does exist, it only exists in parts or it's pretty generic and not necessarily that strong. So I like the reframe there of, you know, if I could just have this, great. Well, you can grab a piece of paper, work out what you want to happen, uh, start building it. There's some great starting points for you to start building it and it'll happen piece by piece, simplify it. Uh, but if you search for the shiny object and the unicorn and the catch-all, then you'll just end up disappointed and with a Frankenstein's monster, unfortunately. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, and we don't want that, do we? Um, and that's 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 why we do what we do. Um, you know, hiring people to fix problems is a mistake. And I see it happen all the time with, with really wonderful people with with good businesses that are, are hiring people to come in and solve a problem. My my response to that, that is, to, well, what's the problem? Well, the problem is that we're inefficient or uh, I need this role uh, done. And like I'd say, well, what's the role? Okay, oh, the role is to do X, Y, Z. Have you got that documented? No, I haven't. So where this leads me to is back to this building systems the right way. You should be hiring people to work on a system, not hiring people to fix problems, right? Your systems should eliminate the problems. The people come in to work the systems, right? That's really the mindset flip. That's when it becomes the gift that keeps giving and releases you from that anxiety that wakes you up at two o'clock in the morning where, oh shit, if that person leaves, I've got a problem, mm -hmm. right? Because I don't have a system that I can turn to. Whereas if you've got the system and the person leaves, it's, it's a much shorter journey to put together a replacement proposition and attract the right person quickly. Yep. Very wise words. Uh, and yeah, listeners, um, you know, with systems and tech, just, you know, they're all pretty good. Like, you know, don't keep searching, uh, I guess, as a final word for me, I guess, as, Ash, is around the concept of uh, constantly searching for the latest and greatest. And we hear this all the time. Uh, listeners, you might be in this position where a lot of people are switching and jumping from tech to tech, from aggregator to aggregator, in the hope that they're going to come across the latest and greatest CRM or piece of tech and a shiny bullet. And invariably, they're all good enough. And some are a little bit better in some places than others. And there are third-party ones that are amazing too. And in one, one respect, Ash, I just, just stick with one. Like if you're with that aggregator, software's good. Like the one over here might be a bit better, but three months later, yours is better and theirs is. Like, so just stick with what you've got, map it out. Most of these pieces of tech will be able to uh, do what you want it to do. Um, so yeah. Well, and my, it's, it's so true, James. And my sort of summary on this is if you want to build a business that's not dependent on aggregator or anybody else, you must build your own systems, right? They can be yeah. templated. They can be modeled. 
they can be designed, they can be using other people's tech as part of it, but ultimately they're your systems. They are the the John Smith mortgage production, you know, process and systems. They're yours, right? That's part of your business IP, right? No matter who's else's tech might play a role. And I think this is one of the messages I'd like to leave is there's some great aggregators and, and great other providers out there that have great bits and pieces, but I wouldn't be building all of my systems necessarily by following the bouncing ball of somebody else's systems because you become dependent on them and if something's wrong with their business, it's wrong with your business. And if something happens that you want to make a change, it's very hard to decouple. Whereas if you've got your own systems that are yours, it's a much easier free way of operating, um, which is you know one of the underlying reasons that we like to see independent mortgage brokers building their own systems, following our templates, following best practice. And that's probably my last, last message um, is that's what we bring to the table, right, James, is yes, there's all the customizing, but it's based on benchmark proven best practice to start with. And then the customization is added on the top of that. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we've we've covered a lot of ground in this one. I think listeners, you might even want to go back and listen again. Uh, we've talked mindset of building systems. We've talked about approaching systems. We've even gone into pieces of tech and everything in between. Uh, I think you know, my summary, Ash, is really just going back to what you said earlier in that at the end of the day, we've got to focus on what we're wanting to achieve. What is the actual result? What What's the end goal? What are we gunning for? And how do we, what's the plan to get there? And then we're going to map it out like that experience and how it needs to work. Then we'll do it as in install the tech from there. Uh, that's kind of my parting words, going back to what you said. Everything revolves around the end goal and the result. Plan, map, do, not the other way around. Spot on. Great businesses are built on great systems which are built the right way. You heard it here. Exactly. And look, there's a simple way to do it. It takes time, uh, you know, and it's the sort of stuff that will, you know, you might need a bit of hand-holding here and there and some resources, and that's where you should be reaching out to us and certain providers at the right time. Again, reach out to us. Let's have a chat and uh, help you build systems faster and a real business that's valuable and runs without you. Ash, it's been fun. Yep. Don't look away from systems if they bore you, brokers. Pick up the phone and call us. That's that's what we love doing it. So yeah, let us help you. Go systems. No, yeah, as in like <laughs> we need to come up with like some like, I don't know, exciting thing about let's make let's make systems great again. Like if we see if this podcast was in America, all yep. of the Americans would be like, Yeah, they they know all about, you know, that sort of slogan. So maybe there's a equivalent Australian slogan for systems. Uh, well, well, when you run for, um, you know, peak body leadership, James, um, that can be your slogan. Let's make systems great again. Love it. Maybe it's maybe it's systems, systems, systems. Oi, oi, oi. <laughs> we'll workshop it. Oh, too bad. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> listeners had to subject you to that. <laughs> uh, we do like to free wheel it occasionally, listeners. Totally. Uh, let's leave it there. It's been a fun episode. Hope you've loved it. Listeners, looking forward to seeing you next week. We'll be back here. It'll be the new financial year in Australia. So uh, see you on the flip side, Ash. Get out there and get your tax returns done, listeners. We'll see you in the new financial year. Until then. Bye. Thanks for joining this episode of Mortgage Broker Acceleration with Broker Ideas Group. 
to keep getting smarter, proven ideas in your inbox every week, subscribe to the podcast now over at brokerideasgroup.com.au forward slash podcast. If you want to accelerate even faster, access our proven results-driven programs, live events, and free resources available at brokerideasgroup.com.au. That's brokerideasgroup.com.au. And until next time, remember, life's too short to play small. So dream big, believe big, and go big with Broker Ideas Group.